0: So what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly video game podcast about video games. i i've never done this before apparently uh i'm ben with me here today is brandon how's it going man it's going all right have you uh have you made any terrible intros to podcasts lately uh not a one <laughs> not a one good to know you're actually up by one on me so. okay well as long as i'm winning i'm fine <laughs> and of course dave the, the lamest Lambdon. <laughs> oh shit! can
2: i ask you a question do you consciously introduce me second every week or is that just is it just a coincidence i don't mind i like i, I think brandon is more worthy of me to go first no oh, um, i'm is. just i'm, I'm curious because every week i think about it i'm like am i gonna be first this time am i gonna be first and then it's always brandon so i'm just, I'm just curious well Not there offended, are a just things. curious
1: no there, yeah there are a couple things one um there were like two weeks at one point that i tried to introduce you first and the problem was I would say something, and because we're talking over Internet, there was a little bit more latency. And I'm like, right at the beginning of the show, there should be like a punch. Like I should I should introduce someone. They should just respond. So that's part of it. The other part is that, you know, Brandon's been here longer, so he's got sure. seniority on you. Sorry.
2: It's also there was somebody on Twitter um, who I saw yesterday was talking about how anal they are about organizing things alphabetically and like absolutely everything they do. So technically you're, you're doing this alphabetically because you speak first yeah, and it goes Brandon and then it goes me. So it could be that as well.
1: Yeah. I also, the, the intros are actually, this is um, accidental, but it's true. They're also in order from least to most attractive. So
2: you get that win Um, as well. Yeah. 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 And who who judged that? I mean, that, that's... Oh, that was me. Society. Yes.
1: We do live in a society. Yeah, after yeah that. I was
0: going to say, it's, it's like the unconscious mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Society dictates that, Dave. So, yeah. We don't ask who it is or what it is. It just is.
1: It Yeah, there were a couple weeks where I introduced you first, and it just was like... I was like, and Dave... Three hey how's it going you know, i'm like okay well at least if i introduce brandon first he'll know it's coming but now i'm going to start introducing you first sometimes and it's going to throw you off and then people are going to unsubscribe from the the rss feed and uh don't you pity intro him <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to mean the same how's the week going boys everything vibing oh goodness
0: it is, it is a one hell of a vibe this week. I regret not eating dinner prior to this show, yes. so I apologize if there's a grumbling rumbling on the oh. mic. Um, my
1: belly's not full. It's better to have a grumbling belly because you're full than because you got diarrhea.
0: True, yeah. true. Um, so I've heard. That never eludes me. You know, It does happen occasionally <laughs> to everybody. Yeah. Um, but no, aside from being a bit peckish,
1: mm-hmm. um, wow. I'm doing good. You just turned 65 years old. sure.
2: Sure. Sure, Dave. Things <laughs> going alright? Yeah, things are going good. Um, but uh, I'm going camping this weekend. Oh uh, shit! I
1: don't, shit, I don't know if you
2: guys ever leave your house uh, and Ooh. sleep in a in a fabric sort of shitty domicile for uh, two days and and not shower and eat shitty food. Sure. And and sh- do, do you guys do that leisurely? I've done that in the past. I don't currently. Okay. I've done it many well, many times in yeah. the past. Yeah. I, and it's, it might rain too, so there's that. There's, they sitting yeah. outside in your own filth while it rains. So I'm doing right. that this weekend. Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> Is <laughs> that like... with the wife or with the buddies? Uh, it's it's both. It's okay. it's with my wife and a friend of the show, Duncan, and uh, another friend of ours. So it's nice. um, Wonderful. yeah, it's uh, it it should be again. It's 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 nice to get out and just out enjoy the outdoors. But I think once you get home after camping. You sort of realize how stupid camping is on paper. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, So
1: sometimes my wife will go to her parents like, you know, once or twice a year, she'll go to her parents for like two or three days just to hang out with them. Maybe her dad's on like a long weekend or something because he works out of town. So we don't always see them. And, you know, I'll be at home alone. And pretty much everything you said about camping except for leaving your house still applies like the, you know, sleeping in a shitty domicile not bathing eating bad food like that's pretty much what happens when my wife isn't home for a couple days (laughs) (laughs) so fair enough i i kind of camp at home if you think about it at least you
0: got more shit to do at home that's true camping i mean i guess switch and phones are the exception but like mostly with camping it's like well i'm sitting inside the tent and now i'm sitting outside of the tent (laughs) and now i'm sitting on the shore near the water that's near the tent yeah um but honestly, that's not always bad. But I get what you're saying, Dave. When you get home, sometimes it's nice to take a shit in a toilet that has running water. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Could you take a bidet camping? If you were really dedicated, I'm sure. You might even be able to use one of those old Gatorade bottles. So if you just go somewhere that has a geyser, you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs>
1: one of those old gatorade bottles holy
0: shit like a watering can dude ben ben's (laughs) douching out his ass and someone's (laughs) downstream collecting stream water dude
2: (laughs) good lord bro that's why that sign's there (laughs) no dumping ben god what
1: have we done i don't know we've forsaken him okay let's talk about video games for a little bit sure uh i figure we'll start off with the oldest news first and that is the state of play state of play happened uh free feed release day last week and we didn't get to talk about it of course we talked about some predictions i don't know if any of them came true i don't remember what we even said
0: no dude they didn't. mine didn't for sure no what was yours i wanted to see god of war
1: oh yeah that didn't no. happen yeah um but let's just talk over a few things. Uh, the, we have, of course, we had a lot of games announced. We got the Resident Evil 4 remake announced. Uh, Resident Evil Village coming to the PC VR or PSVR. Yes. Uh, Walking Dead Saints and Centers Chapter 2 is coming. Uh, Brandon, got some updates on No Man's Sky. I thought that might be appealing to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I, I think it was mostly just that they were going to be continuing to support it on VR. Um, I don't know that anything necessarily incredibly new was Offered aside from it literally just being updated for right. the new system. Um, but this is good news. Um, I've been playing this game a lot. And uh, more so, I'm going to go back to what you said before, Village. Yeah. You will now be able to see big titty vampire mommy mm-hmm. in full scale. You will now <laughs> understand the power behind those thighs. Um, and I say this in the most just endearing and just wonderful way non
1: objectifying way possible. this is such
0: a good thing um this, <laughs> you know I, it, it may not seem this way and my dumb brain can't process it right and put it into words but seeing that in scale will be just a beautiful day for mankind yeah um yeah so, uh, pretty equivalent to stepping on the moon right so.
2: yeah pretty much the same thing. like it was danny o'dwyer who tweeted an image from that and that he put the caption you won't last 30 seconds this game. <laughs> dude i'm just
1: waiting i'm just waiting for uh, so we got Horizon Call of the Mountain coming to VR sure. as well exclusively to VR. Dude, we got new details. That's that's nice. Yeah. 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 I'm uh I'm like cool. Now do six more of these I uh different IPs from first party and I'll be convinced I want to buy a PSVR 2. No Aloy. No Aloy. No. Which is which is inter- I, I honestly you are Aloy, you still know it. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um I kind of thought they might go that direction.
0: Yeah.
2: They I couldn't guess. do Aloy because you'd have, like, the hair flapping Jacking in front you. of the, the goggles the, whole, <laughs> the time, whole time, so they had yeah. to do somebody else. True. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West
1: is getting an update and some new content as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, New Game Plus, finally.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. I actually hadn't even realized. I, I, I put the game down because I didn't, you know, I, I've said I, I had problems with it, but I didn't even realize it didn't have a New Game Plus. Um, so in addition to that, they said they're going to do some graphical updates, which I think is much needed. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some grainy issues in the non 4k version of the game. Um, but the downside to the 4k is the 30 frames. So, um, I'm looking forward to that and they prefaced it saying there will be more. Um, so whatever that means, obviously I'm sure
1: they'll do DLC. for Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, sure. And the, and the DLC on the last game was so good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess good to, good to hear that, but would rather have seen, (laughs) God, sure. it. Kratos.
1: Yeah. Kratos
0: in Horizon. I, I would have even been happy with that. I mean, just <laughs> anything. So, yeah. You can. Uh... Is it coming out this year, boys? I mean, I don't want to go back to God of War again, but like if we didn't see it at the state of play, we didn't see the gameplay. It's supposedly coming out in the next. It has to be in the next six months. They haven't said anything about it. When do are we you, seeing
1: more? Do you think they'll give it to leaf for uh, Summer Game Fest? I think that's most likely. You yeah. think that's what's going to
2: happen? I, I think it's got to come out this year. Um, and we've seen gameplay. Um, we know enough to know that, you know, this this game is near finished, if not finished. Mm-hmm. I think it's still on track for September, and I, I would probably bet that it's still going to make an appearance at some point um, with Keeley, or maybe we're going to get a shadow drop another, like, Sony sort of show or something but i think we will see it and it's still coming out this year that's fine yeah. i bet.
1: think we'll get both i think if it's announced at keely's show it'll simply be a release date and then we'll have a state of play dedicated to it shortly thereafter i think yeah. that's probably the most likely yeah, if we right. don't see it at keely's show then i don't know yeah man i don't know man yeah, yeah i don't know spider-man's coming to pc that's is great is fucking huge dude. that's amazing they, they are going
0: to actually make a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, with Spider-Man's IP alone, I mean, take a side if these games weren't amazing, right? With the Spider-Man alone, yeah. you will have people to, that will just buy it, even if it was a shit game. But luckily for them, they're both amazing. Is right. Miles coming too? Or Miles just, is coming later. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's coming later. I didn't
0: catch that. But yeah, this is actually huge for them. Um, this will even further the development of PC games, uh from sony i think um you know they've already started to rake in the money and once they get that sweet sweet spider-man money yep it's over
1: it's over it's over for playstation gamers sorry yeah sorry dave this one's all for
2: you stray we got to see more about stray we got a release date she's coming in in july this is uh got the, the release date we got uh some more gameplay um a pretty good trailer. It was a, it was a nice yeah. chunk of, of, of new footage showing off some some cat looting, some some cat meeting, um, some cat combat, uh, some cat platforming. It's all sorts of cat stuff. I tried to put it on for my cat, but he wasn't interested at the time. Right. Um, but yeah, I've got other
1: things I do. He'll come yeah, around. The,
2: cat business just you know napping and stuff like that sure the only Um, thing we
1: didn't get is cat customization we don't know if that's possible yet
2: yeah and i i I mentioned in the discord i mean this is this is something that's big for me because i want to play as my cat so i really hope that you can change not that i have an issue with an orange cat but i'd love to make this look just like my own cat so i can feel like i'm i I wish i could stop saying cat because i'm saying cat a lot but uh yeah no i'm really excited for this game i don't know how much it's going to cost i can't imagine it's going to be like a full price you know, seventy-nine ninety nine game. Sorry, that's how much it costs here in Canada for a game. Right. Um but yeah, I mean I'm I'm day one for this. Like this is this looks like a perfect little like indie slash double A sort of Annapurna game that's gonna be a lot of fun and and maybe only take a you know ten to fifteen hours to kind of get through. So I'm looking it's a perfect summer game, I think. Yeah. Perfect P U R F E C T. I'm I'm thinking forty
1: bones. Forty? I don't know about you guys. I'd say it's probably either a 25 or a 40. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. I agree. Did think you see the, inner, uh, Annapurna changed their Twitter name to inner, in, Annapurna ca, Intercactive inner or something yeah. like Intercactive? <laughs> That's awesome. And they they were getting DMs telling them like, hey, not to embarrass you, but your name's spelled wrong. <laughs> they were like, no, it's not.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, yeah. The marketing ploy worked. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the cli- looked, Go ahead. I was going to say it. It looks great, and I agree with Dave. I'm actually really pleased. I didn't know exactly. None of us knew exactly when it was coming, but it's so soon. Yeah. This, this is great news, so.
1: It'll fill a perfect void, I think, too. But not in my heart. Not in my heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deeper issue we can't get to right now. Can't be filled with cats, apparently. The Callisto Protocol. I continue to not care about this game. Really? I think it looks like it would be fun. I just can't care about it until it's out. That's fair. Now, I'm going to
0: say this, not having played the series, but having seen the media from the series. Did it give anyone else a little bit of Dead Space vibes? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Big time.
0: Honestly, whenever it first came up, I was like, wait a minute, what am I watching? But I don't know. It doesn't look uninteresting to me, um, but kind of meh. I'm kind of with Ben. What do you think, Dave? Are you... You were talking about it on Discord, and you're kind of a little bit jazzed. Yeah, then, well, right? I feel,
2: yeah, feel kind of like an idiot, because I'm gathering this game had been previously announced before the state of play. Yes. Okay, so I completely missed that, because this was the first I'd seen of this game, which I should have known, because we got a fairly lengthy look at the game. But this, to me, and I, I'm surprised there aren't more people talking about it. This, to me, is <clears throat> one of those select few games that I've seen over the past 12 to 16 months where I'm like, Next Gen is here, because this looked incredible. And anytime you take a horror game and you put really cutting-edge visuals in it, like you really kind of add more impact to sort of that horror feel that you're going for. So I'm not normally a horror guy. I like the Resident Evil games, but other than that, it's not a a genre I really gravitate towards. But when I saw this, I thought that's something I want to play in the dark and just scare the shit out of myself with, because that is... um, Yeah, it looks cool. It looks really, really cool. And that's that's one I'll be keeping an eye on for sure. No longer
1: attached to the uh, PUBG franchise, apparently.
0: Is that who's making it? I was actually wondering. I wasn't aware of the studio necessarily. It was going to
1: be like a story within the universe, but I think they were just like, that's dumb. Let's move on from that. I I really doubt the game will change much substantially from that. Uh, Rollerdrome. This looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it looks like a fun game for a minute
0: i thought it was an annapurna game honestly whenever it first got announced just because of the beautiful visuals yeah um i think this is fun um i don't think anyone has ever done rollerblades with guns (laughs) at least i don't know um but yeah i know um, a guy i'm kind of with you ben i don't i don't know that it'll be like a sustainable game that you'll play all the time but i really wonder if it's going to be just arcade or if it'll be story driven i don't know
1: uh, yeah, I don't think they wouldn't really go into detail on that at all. But. So it's gonna be interesting to find out though. Yeah. Eternites? I'm having problem remembering what this game even was now after like was five the, days. That's was
0: it time. the anime one? Oh uh, uh, yeah, maybe? probably. Yes, yes, it was the anime one. Yes. Because it is a mixture of a Devil May Cry looking beat em up and a romance uh Dating game.
2: Sim. Right, right, yeah. right.
0: Dating sim is how they pitched it, yes, Dave, correct. So definitely not in my toolhouse, but I know that Dustin was probably, you know, doing good <laughs> during that uh, presentation.
2: He so. was. Ex- I was watching his stream and he was excited, but he did admit it looked kind of budget, which yeah. I could see. And I was I was intrigued. It looked a lot like that. That um, There was like an anime kind of Switch game that was really big that came out. That Code Vein? Clash- Sorry? Code Vein, Code- yes. Code Vein? Yeah. And it looked kind of what- like that. And I, I was like, okay, I could get it into this. And I'm not normally into the anime stuff. But then when it said it was a dating sim. I thought, okay, no, that's I can't that's do it. That's
0: the that's the line for Dave. Exactly,
2: <laughs> dating
0: sim. That's that's where the Canadians say no. This <laughs> this isn't perfectly right. All good westerners say no to dating sims. Uh, Brandon, Street Fighter Six. This is actually pretty cool. Um, I'm not a big Street Fighter guy, but I will say I think that. You're more Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even that, I have like a really late life Mortal Kombat experience. Right. Um, but this is good. I mean, I think there's a little bit of a redesign to a couple of the characters as expected. Um, I think the fact that there will potentially be what I understood to be like a social slash fighting space could be really cool for the for the series because they haven't had something like this um we've seen things like this in the dragon ball z fighter games um and i think it's worked pretty well for them um they've always been talked highly of Mm -hmm. um so no i think this is a good and um it makes sense that they that they're progressing the series in this way i think so yeah and i think the whole fucking cast got leaked already so
1: it, yeah, it, it, it. <laughs> how about and it? I think they kind of owned it on Twitter, too. They oh, were like, hey, they? you know, sometimes this happens. Sorry. Have yeah, fun, I, I guess. <laughs> Tunic's finally coming to PlayStation. Now, I've played a little bit of Tunic on Game Pass uh, a few hours. It was not a game I was expecting to enjoy. I enjoyed what I played of it very much. And then lots of other stuff came out or not came out, but happened. And really? I haven't gone back to it in a while. I'm Does- glad
0: you said that it was already on Game Pass because when the entire time I was watching that trailer, I'm like, I've fucking seen this game before.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I, I thought it was a new announcement for a minute, and I was so confused. I think okay. it was on. I think it was on on xbox and pc that okay that makes more sense
2: dave have you checked out tunic yet i haven't and uh i i remember you talking about it when you first played it and uh there's a couple other people i saw like mad Borges, i think i saw talking about it and it looked like the kind of game i wanted to sit down and kind of enjoy and switch off a little bit but then when i heard how difficult it was um which i think caught a lot of people off off guard um i was like i'm gonna skip this for now and that's around the time i was playing death's door which is Similar kind of experience, but, um, yeah, this seems like sort of a very hollow announcement because I mean, you've got an indie game that's already on game pass and it's presumably going to be for sale on PlayStation. Um, yeah, I, am kind of surprised this got a spotlight on the state of play rather than just being in like, you know, a tweet or a blog post or something like that. So a little, a little guess
1: is it did well enough on Xbox that they thought they should tell people because When a game is on Game Pass, maybe it doesn't get, and it's not on PlayStation, it doesn't get the same kind of attention in that world. But once people start talking about it and people are like, oh, where is it? Oh, I can't play it there. I don't have an Xbox or whatever. They build that buzz. So this is probably to capitalize on the buzz because that game, I don't know how many, you know, the equivalent of how many copies it sold or anything like that. Uh, But I know that it's done fairly good numbers on Game Pass alone. Yeah. And so I'm sure that there's a buzz about it in the PlayStation ecosystem uh, specifically for the people who aren't uh, in a position to be able to get both consoles so yeah
0: oh and before we get too far away from it uh-huh. I don't know if you guys saw if you have the upgraded PlayStation Plus, you'll get stray oh that's right so I did see that that's actually pretty cool I don't think that'll call you that, that, apply caught, to any of us, that
2: actually caught me because I think that was the first time we've seen like I, I can't remember how they worded it but they announced the game with the 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 a uh, date and then it was like gay, day one on premium or whatever it was. And it was kind of right. weird seeing that for the first time from like yeah. the Sony subscription service. Cause we're so used to seeing it's day one on game pass. So I wonder how much more of that we're going to see, because I, am sure like me, that's a big selling point for a lot of people is seeing sure. that you can get it free if you have this. So. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. It still doesn't make me like maybe for that month, I might sign up for it if well, I can.
0: And now that they finally went back yeah. on what, what was supposedly a mistake. Right. I feel like that gives me a little more encouragement to sure. potentially upgrade if I don't have to pay extra. So
1: Yeah, if I could play that and a couple old titles that I haven't like haven't played before or haven't played in a very long time, right. For a month and spend the extra bucks, probably not a bad deal. But if I have to upgrade my whole membership, uh not a great deal. Yeah. So yeah. Uh season, a letter to the future. This is another one I'm having trouble. Was this a like a walking sim? I think I misspoke earlier. This was
0: the one that I thought was an Annapurna game. Okay. I'm just all kinds of confused today. My apologies. Well, it
1: clearly made an impact on us.
0: Right, exactly. So. This is the one where there was um, a, a person riding around on a bike through different beautiful environments. It seriously looks exactly like an Annapurna game. Okay. It's jogging my memory. Um, but I, I think it was a very vague, um, artsy type trailer. So that might why it didn't stick quite well gotcha and final fantasy 16
1: sure are i don't think either you two including or any of the three of us are very big final fantasy people right no no i used to play the old final fantasy games but uh that stopped in probably 2005 or so somewhere in there oh wow yeah so final fantasy 16 it's cool for the industry it'll be a big deal i don't know if it affects me much but yeah i'm excited that like another you know it's a big game so
0: well plus it's it's more of the non-turn-based final fantasy games which they obviously that's like the core right that's the original sure but i feel like not that we've moved past that that's not what i'm trying to say at all but that it's more accessible and like easier for almost anybody to pick up Uh um, because i think that sometimes turn-based games can be kind of off-putting
2: yeah, I would agree with that. So. Yeah, they're definitely a lot more or a lot less engaging. And I've, I've, I'm have I've, I'm, like you, Brandon, like I, I don't know if you really feel this way, but the further we get from like a mainline Final Fantasy game that has like purely turn-based combat, yeah. the more I really want to sink my teeth into the series because that's been the biggest detractor for me for this. But it looked amazing. And I, I don't know how many Final Fantasy games in the past. Obviously, there's 16 of them plus all the spinoffs that have done like a really medieval sort of environment or world. But this looks really, really cool. Yeah. Just surprising because we, we have no shortage of medieval games in in sort of gaming. But the other thing that I kind of thought about when I saw this was, I, I can't remember if we got a release date. I think they might have just a 2023. But that pretty much seals the deal that we're not going to see Final Fantasy VII Remake Part two for at least... You know another two years is that yeah, i would, yeah. i would think so wasn't so.
0: that a fucking long haul for the first one oh, anyway? Yeah. Yeah. yeah i feel like they're just really just taking their time just milking that, it baby
1: so. yeah and i mean the first one by all accounts i played a good bit of it but didn't finish it uh and i liked what i played but sure. uh it was worth it but yeah. i don't want to have to wait that long with before the next one if i'm a final fantasy Addict. Right. You know? <laughs>
2: exactly. But yeah. at the pace that Sony is moving with its um remakes, you know, like The Last of Us uh part one remake, we're gonna have a remake of Final Fantasy remake by the time we get part two coming out. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, onto the news. Really not a lot of news, and more rumors than anything, but uh the first thing we'll talk about here, E3, says it will return. In 2023, um, I clicked on this article and it says I can't view it without going through a paywall. So Beautiful. <laughs> okay. I clicked on it earlier and it was fine. That must have been like your one. You're, you got to use this for one time. <laughs> uh, Washington Post says it's June, which is nearly any 20. 20- pre-2020 year would mean a cavalcade of new video game announcements with a loud red and yellow E3 logo slapped on them. But in 2022, for the second time in three years, E3 has been called off entirely with Summer Game Fest by former E3 host Jeff Keeley and a smattering of publisher-specific digital events taking its place. Despite a dire stretch, the organizing body behind E3, the Entertainment Software Association, says it hasn't thrown in the towel just yet. Quote, we're excited about coming back in 2023 with both a digital and an in-person event. ESA president and CEO Stan Pierre-Louis told the Washington Post in an interview, as much as we love these digital events and as much as they reach people and we want that global reach, we also know there's a really strong desire for people to convene, to be able to connect in person and see each other and talk about what makes games great. So, okay, I have been to E3. I like E3 a lot. I'm unsure if there's a reason to have it and i'm also less sure about the esa's ability to pull it off financially or otherwise. you I mean at they're, all at yeah, all?
2: they they're being a bit optimistic here because i think if 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 covid times have proven anything to businesses such as sony and microsoft and all the other publishers who are out there trying to sell their games it's that they can get just as many eyes if not more on their products their upcoming products and create that buzz without having to spend all the money and all the investment it takes to actually have a presence at e3 so i mean it's great if if the esa thinks they can actually hold it but i think publishers and especially the big ones who really drive you know these shows have seen that the roi just isn't there anymore we've seen that there's a better way to kind of present your games and And, you know, we're still going into each summer that we've not had an E3 with the same kind of buzz because we've had something that's replaced it. So this just sounds like wishful thinking to me. Like, I'm sure they're going to have some kind of show, but are we going to care? At this point, yeah. I would say probably And our publisher
1: is going to care. I mean, it costs them the big spaces, especially cost them hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars just for like a, a spot on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Plus all the labor that they have to pay for for people to go the one time only use booths that they put up and assemble. Uh, those are costly. Like there's just no denying that it's cheaper for sure yeah. and probably better ROI, like Dave said to do these things on your own, especially when you can just put a bunch of videos together and throw it on YouTube yeah, and do a live premiere thing for it.
0: I think that the downfall of E3 has been happening for many years now. Yeah. We've talked about it a bunch, but I'm going to make a bit of a prediction. And I'm with you guys. I mean, honestly, I don't know that having another one will give a return on investment that they're expecting that it used to. And I wouldn't be surprised within five years, we still see an E3, but it's a drastically different E3. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and capitalize and continue to make it more consumer. Um, And at some point, if it is just a pure consumer event, that would not surprise me at all. Because you know, at some point, they have to realize they need to adapt. At one point, you know, E3 was where you saw everything, and clearly, like you guys mentioned, that's no longer the case. Right. Um, and how else do you adapt other than catering to the consumer, which they've already continued to do? So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years, it's either gone, or it's a completely consumer event that is very consumer, similar to PAX. So,
1: well, and before you know, E3 got called off for a couple of years. Sony had already pulled out and wasn't going anymore. Uh, Microsoft already was. I think they were like working with E3, but they were in the Microsoft Center across the street. Sure, with all their stuff. Yeah, Bethesda was still there, but now Bethesda will probably get wrapped in with Microsoft somewhere. You would think um, the the small folks out there who used to like save up money for the entire year so they could go to E3, those folks probably don't unless they drastically reduce prices. Like, there's not going to be much of a point for them to go. And I think that the end of the magic. And I've only I got invited to E3 as press like 10, 12 years ago. I wasn't able to go. And then shortly thereafter they opened up to consumers. I started having babies and right. you know, doing my master's degree and all sorts of stuff <laughs> like that. And then I got to go and I'm like, wow, there's just so many people here that that like it feels like packs. It doesn't yeah. feel like what E3 used to be on TV to me. Yeah. And maybe that's just, you know, outside looking in kind of thing. I don't know. But uh, it doesn't feel the same. So if they can do it more consumer-focused, they could probably be there. But it doesn't have the same meaning anymore now that everybody... It's just what I said about a lot of... De- during the height of the pandemic, I was saying that, you know, there, how many companies are going to realize they don't need to have a physical office building anymore yeah. to make money? And I think the same thing is going to be said for a bunch of publishers that, hey, well, maybe we don't need these conventions anymore for... And I mean, like, getting keely show i think he has to pick you but i don't think they're paying keely he's getting money from ads and mobile games and shit yeah uh so you know they're not even paying to be in a lot of that kind of stuff as far as i know i may be totally wrong there he may be charging them money to get featured for all i know but i don't think that's the case yeah so we'll see uh they say they want to do it they said last year they were going to do it this year they said this year they're going to do it next year i suppose we will see what uh what ends up happening never can tell yeah next up a rumor toys for bob could be working on a new crash bandicoot now this excites me because i've loved crash bandicoot for a very long time my first i think it was the first playstation one game i bought with my own money damn and that was in like 97 or so so anyway Speaking on the Windows Central Xbox Chatter Days podcast, Windows Central journalist Jez Corden implied he has knowledge of a new Crash Bandicoot title in development at the studio behind Crash 4 It's About Time, as well as the remake trilogy. This comes from Video Games Chronicle, by the way. Uh, when another guest on the podcast, Randall Thor, predicted that Toys for Bob could be working on a new Crash title that could possibly be shown at the upcoming Xbox showcase, Corden asked sarcastically, where'd you get that info, Rand? Before saying later, I wasn't supposed to leak that, while well, clearly inferring that it could be true. <laughs> Uh, VGC reported late last year that Toys for Bob was potentially hiring for non-Call of Duty projects, as suggested by a listing on the internal career site. The studio, which developed Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, and the Skylanders franchise, had recently been transitioned prominently into a support studio for Call of Duty, specifically the massively successful free-to-play Warzone. Boys, does a new Crash Bandicoot at all appeal
2: to you?
0: I didn't buy Crash 4. Okay. Did, he, did either one of you?
2: Yes. I did not. Okay.
0: I thought it looked great. I have no problem with the series at all. In fact, I I loved Crash as a child playing on the PS1. Um, But I don't know. I think it could be good. I feel like they saw the potential of Crash 4. It critically did really well. I'm assuming commercially it did really well. Um, And they added pay options to it. So I feel like this is kind of a no-brainer if they can get out another game and they can manage to make some cosmetics. I think that that's kind of like a win-win because they seem to be making a a good product um, that also happens to have some extra cash attached to it. So I think this is kind of, it makes sense. And I I guess I'm not surprised by it, but.
1: I saw some conjecture or heard that I don't remember exactly where, I think it was from Jez actually, that um, there's something in the works potentially called Wampa League, for Crash, which may be what this next game is, who knows? Uh, so maybe it could be a racer of some sort. And of course, you know, there's going to be all sorts of opportunities for monetization there. Um, but, man.
0: Well, dude, I mean, here's the thing with, with games now is you'll take a genre-defining game like Smash, right? Uh-huh. And then you have spinoffs of that, like the Nickelodeon <laughs> one and the Cartoon Network one. So it can be done. Yeah, you can make things that are similar and they did that with CTR. Yeah, but I don't know, man, I would love to see, you know, I don't know if it's going to be more like CTR or more like a Rocket League, something like that. But nonetheless, I feel like these studios can take things that other studios have done and kind of capitalize on them on their own, in their own way. Sure. Um. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to see something like that.
2: Yeah. Dave, any love for Crash from you? Big time, yeah. This was Crash was was big in my household with not only me but my sister. Um, in the in the sort of PS one era, and uh, I I did not buy this game with my own money, but I think it was one of the only games we had for quite a long time. So even though it was super super hard, and I was never really good at it, it's something we played a lot. So um, I've loved to see that this is this is one of those series that like it's not like Sonic or Spyro uh, where it like got bad and then got better, like crash has always been pretty good and it never really went away for too long. So right. um, it's great to see that one, it's sticking around and they're not just doing remakes and remasters, but they're actually trying new stuff, which I'm liking. That That's what I've, I've, I've liked that I've heard from, from, from this new one that's been leaked. So, yeah, it'll be really cool to see what they come up with, but it's it's it's, it's interesting to hear that this this studio is is been working on uh, you know Crash Bandicoot historically and a little bit of Spyro and then like Warzone like, right. that's yeah, got to yeah. be jarring yeah. for them. But yeah. I'd love to see some sort of like like Call of Duty Easter eggs in this new Crash Bandicoot, or maybe they just say fuck it and they and they. And like you have like armor plates and stuff that like so crash, like crash dude fucking yeah. crash
0: crash zone yeah this maybe maybe we're just getting it all wrong it's gonna be a crash <laughs> br wow yeah. hey that, that's, I would I would play that I would because imagine how hard that shit is imagine if you had to like the last one standing on the platform fall guys esque
2: that could work it could it could actually work man we might be onto something here yeah. Huh. <sighs>
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Okay. Twisted Voxel reports. Red Dead Redemption 2 remaster may get revealed at Sony's State of Play. Uh, The State of Play. What what State of Play? When is that? Uh, I read everything else except for the State of Play part. Is this an old article that I pulled up here? Let me double check. Uh, yep. Oh, well, it, so, would, it would have been nice. It would have been very okay, nice to but, see that. So just because it wasn't a state of play doesn't mean it still couldn't happen. So true. Let's true. let's let's look at this here because we have been hearing rumors about Red Dead stuff. Uh, the often rumored Red Dead Redemption 2 remaster may be getting revealed at PlayStation's upcoming state of play showcase. It didn't based on a new rumor. According to Chris Klippel. Rockstar is gearing up to make an announcement and a trailer has also been prepared. The trailer is said to be for a new project that has yet to be revealed. Clipple mentioned that many have been quick to assume the announcement is in relation to a brand new IP. However, he further reminded everyone that the announcement and trailer may be for the current gen version of Red Dead 2. Uh, Now, part of what I, I I brought this up and wanted to talk about is... We've also heard about the potential for a Red Dead 1 remaster, which would make way more sense, right? We could just get a patch to make it good for PS5. Sure. But to make it, to get the old game remastered and even bundled together with an updated Red Dead 2 would be amazing. Uh, Brandon, I know you played a ton of Red Dead 2. Dave, I don't know if you played Red Dead. Or have ever played Red Dead.
2: No, that that was one of those games where it was like, it's really, really good. You just have to get past the first 10 hours. I did not get past the first 10 hours. So Did you play the first 10 hours? I, I did. And I, that's where I was like, I'm, I'm not interested. And to this day, when I think about Red Dead Redemption 2, I think about hearing Brandon talk about it when he finished it. And this is going back like two years now, so I can't believe I remember this. But I remember when Brandon finished it, he said, I really liked the game, but... I'm looking forward to going and playing a game where I don't have to worry about cleaning my horse and right. stuff like that. <laughs> right, right. And I, every time I think about picking up this game, I'm like, it's, it feels tedious, man. I don't right. I don't know if I could do it. And I know I'd enjoy it and you do the fishing and all the missions and all that stuff, but I, I just haven't been able to bring myself to invest the time that's required to get what you need to out of that game. So right. thank you, Brandon, for, for the horse balls and cleaning thing. <laughs> Seriously. Brandon, did you finish Red Dead too? For the record,
0: let me clarify. So the amount of time I've played Red Dead could equal a playthrough. Okay. I've started it three full times and played for probably 30 hours apiece. So I've played the equivalent okay. of a playthrough. But at one point around when COVID was real big, I was playing it really hard. So I think that's what he's mentioning. I have not finished, if Okay, you know what I mean. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, but no, man, this is great. You know what I could legitimately see for this, though? I could see... You've said it could be a patch for Red Dead 2. I could see this. You pay 15, 20 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever, you get the upgrade. If you want the full shebang, that's how they get you in. 60 bucks for the upgrade and Red Dead 1. That's how they get you to pay another 60 bucks. That's an
1: easy 60 bucks for me.
0: Seriously. I, you know, this is the Brandon Prediction Show, apparently, but I'm thinking it's going to be, you know, kind of like things we've seen in the past. Pay for the upgrade if you want it, and then here's Sweden in the pot. If you want the Red Dead One remake, now you got to pay an extra sixty. Can so- I take
2: it a step further though? Because yeah. we've we've talked on the show before about the success that Rockstar, the, the monumental success that Rockstar has seen with GTA Online. Mm-hmm. Conversely, we've seen how much of a failure G- Red Dead Online has been. So is there a way to kind of shoehorn G- or Red Dead Online into whatever they're going to announce to try and reinvigorate that player base and maybe fix it and get people back into it? Because, I mean, it, it can't be far away from being, um, you know, having the potential of another GTA Online. Maybe obviously not to that extent, but right. I wonder if there's a way that they could do that.
0: Yeah, I think that some of the downfalls of the IP and the online is just like, literally the subject matter right you can fly around in a fucking jet and land on your yacht in gta online Mm -hmm. you can't exactly take off on your horse Mm.
1: (laughs) unless you you unless
0: you put wings on that bitch but uh, (laughs) but no i'm i'm kind of with you dave i think if they if they did something like you know maybe i'm in the minority here but i enjoyed the multiplayer that was much simpler on red dead one yeah than red dead two i'm gonna be honest it was much more simple and it worked Undead Nightmare, fantastic. So if they said, hey, you know, now we got the Red Dead 1 online working too, I think that would potentially entice me to come back because to be honest with you, like I said, I liked 1 online a lot better than 2. It was simpler and it actually felt fun. Um, The 2's multiplayer just kind of feels like a slog. And I feel like they've completely dropped it. I see people bitching about it all the time on Reddit. So, yeah.
1: Did we ever get DLC for Red Dead 2? No. No. That's something interesting because they put out a little bit of DLC for Red Dead 1, and obviously they put out Undead Nightmare as part of that, which became its own spin off. You know, you could buy it in its own Dude, case. That game is for... awesome. Seriously. It's, it's phenomenal. I'm
0: I'm not even about zombies, but Undead Nightmare was great. Yeah.
1: And I'm wondering if they could do something like that. Now it's really interesting because I have been having this itch to play Red Dead 2 again. And I own it on PlayStation. But I also keep seeing like on Epic right now, on Epic Game Store, it's 20 bucks. Damn. I'm like, I should just buy it and play it. Like why not? But then I'm like, but do I want to sit in this chair at my computer for an extra 60 hours? <laughs> yeah, seriously. And or, you know, and conversely, do I want to try to find time in the day to use the living room television for 60 hours right. like and you know, everything. Well,
0: cuz then cause But they... I want to play it so bad. Yeah. Because then, you know, when you buy it, too, is no matter how good your PC is going to make it look, whenever they re-release it, it's going to be like, well, here's the better, better version of it. Yeah. And then you're going to feel slighted. So,
1: Well, on PC, most of those visual upgrades, unless it's a full remaster, come usually just get patched in. Gotcha. So. Uh, Dave, have I ever asked you, like, wholeheartedly to play something before? I don't think I've ever. I'm not the kind of person who's like, oh, you yeah. have to play this.
2: Um. No. No, you've okay. gotten close with like Nier and um, you really want me to play Life is Strange. You've brought that up a lot. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't remember saying <laughs> that. I
0: think you're confusing
2: our, our, our other. Our <laughs> oh, I know. Right that's, Phil. that's Phil. No, no, I'm, no. You're not. Are, are you going to tell me to play Red Dead? I'm heartily asking you to play Red Dead. Okay. Which one? Two. one two. Two?
0: Dude, it all the of all the games though, it's like the ask that you're asking him.
1: I'm not asking him to finish it. Well, but he's already done that. I, I'm asking him to try again. All right. He didn't even but, have to start over. but if it.
2: I if I spend money on a game like like over twenty dollars, I have to finish it. Like I can't I can't not. It's Did too, you it's finish have just... too. What? Did I didn't Rated I didn't Rated... buy it. I borrowed it from somebody. Oh, oh dude, I'll sell you mine for 21 bucks. Can you sell me your digital <laughs>
1: version? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's right. that's right. I have it digitally because I got it as a review. I will Damn, just dude, just log into my account, flexing, Dave. Just play it, absolutely
0: flexing with the wrong. All right, we, we got
2: a we
1: got a deal here,
0: folks.
2: <laughs> okay, I, everybody's gonna be sick of me talking about Red Dead Redemption in the what have you been playing section for the next because you know how long it takes me to finish a game. So yeah. Dave, next three months, that's all you're getting. If Shit, only Dave. you could
1: play it on your Switch, Dave, you'd be right in business. <laughs>
0: yeah, Dave, you're you're acting all funny. You're playing this till the end of the year, bud. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about, and this will kind of round out things, um, the Summer Games Fest. We know, according to Video Game Chronicle and, of course, Jeff Keighley himself, uh, well, let's just read this. Quote, journalist and presenter Jeff Keighley has urged viewers to manage your expectations ahead of this week's Summer Game Fest live stream, which he said will be primarily focused on already announced games. He said this during a Twitter Spaces audio session on Twitter, of course. He said he's very excited about the content set to feature in the show, which will include massive games alongside independent titles and new teams showcasing their products, projects for the first time. Keeley claimed the show would include exclusive games for both Xbox and Nintendo Switch, but said that Microsoft would likely keep its biggest hitters for its own showcase and was unclear if Nintendo itself was involved. Uh, He also urged viewers to rein in their expectations in terms of any megaton shocks they might be expecting and called some of the rumors he'd seen online crazy. This is a really exciting weekend for me because I get to finally see things we've been talking to people about for months, Keeley told the listeners on Twitter. We've obviously announced a bunch of things since I last talked to you guys in terms of world premieres and announcements that will be at the show. So, uh, man, lots of stuff. Yeah, could potentially be there. Yeah, lots of stuff is already ruled out that people are expecting and having these crazy ideas for. Uh, Dave, what do you what do you think we're going to see at Keeley's show?
2: Um. Well, I mean, if 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 Keeley is to be believed, um, we're going to see a lot of stuff that we already know about. So, uh, we talked a little bit about it last week. How how you know we came out and said. You're going to be seeing more longer plays, demos, gameplay, that kind of stuff, which is great because, you know, the worst thing is when you just see a title card and, you know, more details coming soon, which means you might see something in two years. So um, we really, really like that. But the I guess the flip side to that or the double edge of that sword is that um, we're probably not going to get a whole lot of stuff that's like a surprise or is that or that is new. So um you know normally in this part of the show when we're coming up to like summer games fest or something i'm gonna say stuff like i want SOCOM," i want splinter cell um but we already know that that stuff hasn't been announced it's not coming so um i guess kind of going back to the top of the show i'd love to have a solid release date on um on god of war because i mean i still think it's coming in september october um i really want to see what how call of duty is going to blow us away because we know that um it's been kind of a down two years with cold war and vanguard and people are really rearing up for modern warfare 2. but i want to see how they're going to do that um and then other than that i i don't know i'm I, i guess i'm just excited to to kind of to kind of see something else like callisto protocol that really makes me want to be like okay this is cool i can't wait for this so um, yeah, I mean, I, I will kind of preface this and say there is a chance that Keely is trolling us and pulling a fast one and there are going to be surprises, maybe not a bunch, but if we are talking about that kind of stuff, then I would love to see, um, you know, some sort of really cool and intriguing either live service game coming from Sony or a first person shooter. Um, cause obviously that's something we haven't had from Sony in a really long time, we know they have a lot of first-party studios that are working on things, and and I think a first-person shooter, first-party, um, I would love to see something like that announced. Again, we'd probably see that in more of like a state of play or something, but you never know, so I guess that's my wishful thinking. So, yeah.
0: Brandon, what about you? Uh, I think he's really setting expectations. I can't imagine that he is trying to create some extra shock and awe. Um to me, this says that I'm probably going to be disappointed. Um, I think that unless there's something that has already been announced that I'm really itching to get some some gameplay on, I think it's just going to be fine. Completely and totally fine. Um, but I feel like we're so used to Jeff having these big things that I feel like it would be important and it would make sense for him to say, hey, I know I'm the guy that typically has the goods, but, you know, this is going to be a little bit different. I feel like that makes a lot of sense to me, um, and not necessarily that it's going to be bad. I don't want to. I I don't want to make it seem I think it's going to be bad because there's certainly stuff I'm interested in. Um, but yeah, I, I guess we'll see, man. I I don't know. Uh,
1: he brought up either he or somebody else said because uh, remember last year the big thing at his show was uh, Elden Ring, yeah. the, the release date, mm-hmm. and somebody brought up like, well, remember last year. Elden Ring was the big hitter, and everybody was excited about that, and we already knew about that. It would fit within this criteria for this year. So maybe that is something like a God of War release date or, uh, I don't know, something else entirely. Um, My guess, it's going to be a lot of clips of things we already know about and just getting more details on them. Probably we'll get some firm release dates on stuff. I don't know if we should be expecting anything as big as God of War, even though we've all three said that that's a possibility. (laughs) Yeah. um, We'll do do. it. We'll see.
0: Even things, you know, just today I saw something, now this is completely, completely rumored, but I guess we, we've been talking a little bit about Fortnite, and I've actually been really enjoying playing that. And I guess recently there was some sort of update where there's new functionality that potentially Epic's messing around with first person. yeah um so in zero build mode that would be actually kind of wild yeah um i think that would work really really well and we haven't seen that before they've continued to adapt and that wouldn't surprise me either but i just kind of remembered that um but i don't know man i think it's going to be good regardless i mean i'm excited about games period um but nothing is quite like knowing that you're going to see some completely new shit sure yeah
1: Dave, you mentioned earlier, maybe we could talk, you just like kind of threw it out there, like maybe we could talk about Diablo Immortal. And we didn't actually digest that, and I said that I've been playing it, so we can kind of wrap that into the what we've been playing section. But I want you to start off with what you were thinking about talking about Diablo Immortal before. Yeah,
2: well, I, I'm glad you said you've been playing it because I'm I'm I haven't started playing it yet. Um, but I am kind of curious. The 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 reaction to Diablo Immortal, I think even before it released, a lot of people were really a little bit apprehensive about what this game was going to be like it's a mobile game it's coming from a developer that has not had the best reputation with its fans over the past little while um, mobile games are known for being predatory um, so it's come out and there's been a lot of sort of mixed reactions to this so um, I've seen a lot of people online saying the monetization is abhorrent um, it's everywhere you can't progress through end game unless you shell out money um it's layered in ways that is predatory and then i've seen other people saying this is a free game it's quite a bit of fun and you can get hours and hours of fun without spending a cent so um brandon i don't know if you've played it yet ben i know you have so i'm curious to, th- to hear like firsthand from you wh- like how long have you played it and what do you think about the microtransactions brandon you haven't played yet right i haven't played it
1: i've
0: I've watched a bunch of people talk about it. Um, I think that that the distinction that's made, though, is that whereas this is a game that can function perfectly on its own, I think that the distinction that some people seem to be upset about that I'm seeing is that not that you can't pay for stuff, right, and that it's not predatory, but that you can literally, and I guess a lot of games are like this, but you can literally just completely forego some of the experience if you pay. Like, wow. I think that's the problem is that like paying can substantially make it easier. And I, and that was some of the complaints that I was seeing. um And just, you know, for better or for worse, just the amount, like how much money you could possibly spend in it. I was seeing an outlandish number. I don't have any facts to back this up, but I, I swear I saw somewhere like t- someone said $10,000 or something. I think I saw insane. more than that. So you buy
1: everything in the game.
0: Yeah. Which yeah. obviously most people will not. Right. right. But I think that. That's something to be noted, though, and I feel like that, that that's kind of important if you can, you know, what is the point to a game that you can literally just pay to be better at? Right. You know, like, I think there's a difference between paying and getting a bunch of skins and having a bunch of options to buy things and it dramatically altering the experience depending on how much money you've pumped into it. So that's where I stand. I haven't played it. I have it downloaded. I want to try it. But what did you think, Ben?
1: So I've played, uh, I want to say it's probably between six and eight, but definitely between six and 10 hours. And uh, I have not, there was one point where I was like, huh, if I wanted to pay to, to do this, how much would it cost? And I couldn't figure out how to do it. Um, there have been two times when it's given me like a little exclamation point above something and been like a notification and I've clicked on it and it like gives me the option to buy a pack. Or to claim my daily free pack. And so I always just claim the daily free pack and then don't buy them. Um, so, I again, I'm only like six or ten hours in. Uh, I got to the first, like, grind wall. Uh, I guess, like, mission progress wouldn't let me go past until I was level 35. And I was like, oh, I wonder how long that's going to be.
0: What are you doing to the wall?
1: Grindable.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: And I looked down and I was level 34 and a half. Oh, gotcha. So oh like it wasn't even that far of a grind. Now, I haven't progressed a whole lot past that. And of course, I haven't come anywhere near, you know, where some people are hitting these big paywalls. Um, but so far, I haven't felt like it's been obtrusive. It hasn't been like popping up something like, oh, well, if you want to repair this weapon, it's going to cost you $4.99 or something like that. I'm sure that's there. I'm sure there are ways to do that. But I haven't found it to be egregious in any way, shape, or form. And I'm very uh, impatient with mobile games in that respect. Even the even the few mobile games that I've really enjoyed playing, I'm like, okay, well, this is clearly just like, they let me play for four minutes before they started trying to sell me stuff. And I haven't felt that in this game. I'm sure there are many places where that's possible, but uh, I just haven't played it. And maybe it's that I've only played a short amount, but obviously these other people were getting to, the, to somewhere where they were getting bombarded with, pay a lot more or maybe people are just like making a news story out of whatever they could i don't know but uh i, I have no doubt it's gonna be that way i agree with uh, it's a mobile game if you're playing a mobile game you kind of know what you're going to be doing uh that's kind of obvious so you just don't play a mobile game if you don't want to bunch yeah. of microtransactions did you expect like it's free did you expect yeah. it to never cost you a dime I,
0: I think the problem in that argument is that it's called diablo then
1: yeah yeah like, i would ag- i would agree with that call um, it something else then call it you know I
0: don't fucking know anything, you know, like, I don't know.
1: But at any rate, at any rate, um, if I stopped playing right now, I would have never felt like I ever had to purchase anything. Gotcha. Um, The things that you could like, there's some gems you can purchase to augment weapons, but I've looked at them and I'm like, I have better gems in my inventory that I don't even know what to do with. (laughs) So I don't know how that's an issue. Um, I'm sure it could be eventually. Again, all these things are like, Maybe they'll hit you further down the road, but I'd say as in comparison to other games where you have to, where that are pay to win games, uh, it does really doesn't seem as egregious as far as being in your face, stopping you way early on, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and maybe if I was playing a different way or different type, or I think there's some PVP in the game too. Oh, really? Um, then maybe I would feel the need to do more of that, but so far I'm just playing the storyline and, but yeah, anyway. I am enjoying it um, again. It's not a game that I know that I'll stick with forever. I've played so much of Diablo two II and three that, you know, I know these games like the back of my hand at this <laughs> point. And, right. and Diablo two is a very, you know, it's it's made in the same vein. You're you're basically doing quest and progressing story and fighting monsters and stuff like that. Uh, I've been playing it mostly on PC, although I did pop it open on my iPad a couple times and was able to navigate just fine on my ipad without any issue which i was surprised about it was designed for mobile first um and then and clearly the pc port is not great but it's better to me to play on the pc than on my ipad so i'm enjoying that with you know with mouse and keyboard um basically you have the buttons that you could tap normally for attacks you have four or five and they're just mapped to the one the one two three four keys on the keyboard and the the mouse moves and attacks with left click. Hmm. So, so far I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. It's Diablo. It's set between Diablo two and Diablo three. So, you know, you kind of get the idea there with where, uh, where the story is a little bit maybe, but so far I've, I've had a lot of fun with it. I don't know that's a game I want to play forever. Yeah. And I'm certainly not going to pay thousands of dollars or even tens of dollars to keep progressing or anything. If I really want to play it, I'll just grind it out. But I kind of feel like I'll, be done with it by that point that they really start forcing me to not progress until I pay. That's how it always is for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I never pay.
1: Yeah. Ever. I never pay. Cause I'm a bastard. <laughs> Smart one. Anything else, Dave about Diablo?
2: No, no. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, you know, it's even with a free game, if you're able to get that many hours out of it without feeling like you need to pay, then you've you're, you're in the black. So that's, that's good.
1: Dave, what have you been playing? I've got other stuff, too, but I'll I'll wait to talk about it.
2: Sure. Um, So I um, haven't really been playing anything um, new. I've I've played a couple more chapters into Guardians of the Galaxy. I put that down for a little bit. Um, I remember when I first started playing it, I told you guys that, you know, it's great. I love the story. I love the music. I love the characters. It's funny, but the gameplay seems a little bit undercooked. Uh, I think, Ben, you said to me, don't worry, it it does start to develop a little bit. And it does, you know, I, I think about halfway through the game. Um, and it it certainly has taken a turn. You know, you unlock new abilities for yourself and Groot and Rocket Raccoon and everybody else. And it really does start to feel a lot like you have a lot more options and, and you have a lot more that you need to do. I have this one ability with... Um, Peter Quill where like I jump up in the air and I throw like all these grenades out around me Mm -hmm. and I just I love using that move and I I haven't gotten sick of it yet so yeah the combat has really gotten a lot of fun and and, and, yeah so I'm enjoying it. Other than that I jumped back into Outriders real quick just to um, yeah World Slayers is the DLC that's coming out um, at the end of this month it actually comes out the same day as monster hunter rise sunbreak so mm. i'm just kind of figuring out which one of those games i want to go back to because i really don't want to do both um so it was interesting to go back to outriders and play uh through some of the end game i haven't played it in quite a few months and um yeah, I I, I think I, I think I'm I'm happy with what I've done with Outriders. I, I don't feel a whole lot of drive to keep going. It's it's really interesting to look at this game and the way it is now, and I'm sure the, the DLC is gonna be great. It's gonna have more story content and new items and all that stuff, but their decision to not make this a live service game really seems like it might have bit them in the ass because you know if 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 they if they put that bet down right away and said we're going to support this game, we're going to have seasons, we're going to um, you know, have a lot more you know content in terms of items and stuff. They've got an excellent combat system, it's got a unique setting and environment, and it's engaging gameplay. It it just I, I feel like if this game was a live service game, it really could have taken off because it makes things like Avengers look like absolute dog shit, and it, it's it just it, it could have made them a lot of money. Again, it I, I think at the end of the day it's going to be a success story. As I said, World Slayers I think is going to sell pretty well, but I do wonder what could have been if this was an actual live service game. So yeah, um, so yeah. Other than that, just uh, yeah, just the usual Call of Duty and, and Grand Turismo and stuff like that. So yeah, nice. Bando. Well, I've been playing more No Man's Sky. Uh
0: huh. Um, that's been fine. I've Only been... the newest hotness on sure, this show. Sure, just the the most. Yes, Ben, you said it. You took the words out of my mouth. Um, so that's been good. Nothing new to report. I think I'm making my way through what I assume is the story. Um, and that's been pretty good. I feel like I've hit a point where it, w- it, it was much more easy up until this point. Let's say that. I'm going to have to do a lot more resource gathering to further what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. It just takes some more time. But um, what I mostly want to talk about is I got switched Sports. Oh, yes. So um, I think that's really great um it takes exactly what we wanted um from Wii and adds a new layer um the bowling even has a new challenge section that has moving platforms and ramps and rails that you know lanes that are uh not completely flat there'll be a big dip in the middle so it's just kind of fun um i will say nintendo has a way (laughs) of making me happy but also making me sad at the same time (laughs) um so there are character customizations right new outfits there are new bowling balls and new swords and new volleyballs and that's really fun um but the only way to unlock them is to play online Mm. um and uh if you don't have an online subscription and you're coattailing on someone else's because you're playing two player the person that's coattailing can get a maximum of uh two whole cosmetics a week wow uh they've they've completely capped um even though it's not incredibly easy i say you have to play three or four games which don't take forever but um they always got to get you somehow
1: yeah very very user focused
0: yeah, yeah yeah very incredibly um that an entire function of the game is 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 cap behind whether we're buying <laughs> your shitty online service um but it's fun i gotta say it's fun and if you ever enjoyed playing in the living room with your family members it translate translates perfectly online um we're playing with some of our friends from the dc area kevin Um, and michelle and it's been a load of fun yeah uh just so so much fun um nothing too complex or super engaging or story heavy obviously um but just good old-fashioned getting up and moving around um so that's been a lot of fun and i've enjoyed that quite a bit um it was pressuring me and to stop playing the game which was really weird um i guess because it's (laughs) a physical game yeah it says hey you've been this was on my third hour i've It it reminded me every single hour. I said, hey, you've been playing for about an hour. Do you want to take a break? And I'm like, I'm going to take a goddamn break when I decide I'm taking a damn break. I'm (laughs) swinging my own. Nintendo's
1: done that for a long time, especially with the physical games. But even I remember on the 3DS, it would give you reminders. And I assume it was because of the 3D. Sure. It would be like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to keep playing? Sometimes it's good to take a rest. And I was like, look, I'm I'm trying to get Link (laughs) to the other side here. (laughs) Okay. Right. right.
0: But... No, it's been a lot of fun. And once again, another forty dollar price tag. Oh, so I didn't realize that. Yeah. I did not realize that either. Um That might be worth looking at. At then. that at that price tag, it was a no brainer. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, it's it's just been a lot of fun. I'm actually looking forward to going home and playing it. I didn't think a couple of the things would translate very well and I'm still getting a feel for the motion controls and uh-huh. you know how much I love motion controls. Of course, Yes. Um, but the volleyball works surprisingly well. I thought it was going to be dumb as shit. Yeah. It's actually very fun. Um, you got like a little variation on tennis with the badminton. That's actually pretty fun. Um, and the soccer is fine. Um, I feel like that is one of the newest and biggest things is the, is the soccer. I think they need to do a little bit of balancing um, as far as the stamina goes, anyone who's listening has played it. Um, and whenever you're playing with four people on your team, the field's too goddamn big. You yeah. either need to make the stamina bigger or the field smaller one of the two. So the pacing is a bit off. Um, who knows whether Nintendo will change anything about it, but I'm kind of hoping they kind of just tweak things here and there. so uh, and it kind of has almost a not quite a live service, but Nintendo does, does events like in Splatoon and everything like that. Right. And there's rotating cosmetics if you play online. Right. Um, one of the ones that I'm, I've been trying to grind leaves in a couple days. So I'm trying to get a couple couple new new items from that. But uh, just pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. And relatively cheap. Uh, I guess any reason to play my Switch is a good reason because sure. I paid money for it and I haven't played it in fucking forever. So.
1: I'm thinking about that now, but I'm also thinking about the fact that Super Mario Strikers comes out soon. And yeah. that I'll tell you what the the strikers for Wii was. I was stuck on that for a while.
0: That's like a blind spot for me,
1: man. Yeah, I don't even care for soccer that much. Yeah, it just was a good game. Yeah, uh, Brandon and Dave, I guess too. Uh, I forgot to mention this, and I just barely saw a tweet about it before we went live, or, or not live, but live on tape. Uh, what was it? the the second you remember the game one two switch that was a launch game for Absolutely. the Switch that should have been yep. a pack-in but wasn't dog shit yep. they said that th- somebody said that there is a second one that is done and ready to go but nintendo is unsure if they're going to release it because of how bad it is and how bad it will make them look
0: good literally nintendo take a step back out of your own asshole for yeah. just a minute and y- it sounds like you're you're progressing it sounds like it beautiful put it in the shitter either that or do what you should have done the first time and just give it to us for free. Yeah. That's fine. If you've done all the work, you make so much money, make it, even if you want to make it so that way only your online people can do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be absolutely perfect. A little bit of goodwill you would receive back from the absolute
1: mess that the first one was. (laughs) Oh my God. So bad. Okay. Brendan. What else? That's it, man. What about you? Uh, so for me, of course, Diablo immortal was one, um, perils of baking i've been playing i'm not really an objective source on that because i worked on it but uh it's more fun than i didn't so i did a lot of work for the game to get it published and everything and i was so preoccupied with that i haven't hadn't got to play a build in several months and i'll tell you what just getting to sit down and play the game uh so much fun it's it's just it is a lot of fun i will say it, I am tooting my horn, own horn a little bit, but I did not design any of the levels or art or anything. So that wasn't on me. And I still think it was fun. Yeah. Good. Uh, and then the other thing is Fortnite. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. And by a lot, I mean a lot for me, not maybe a lot for the average person. But I've been playing a lot of Fortnite and having just a hell of a time with it. Dude, I want to play again. Let's do it.
0: I've, I've had fun the past couple of times we've had Justin yeah. um, play with us. It's been a great time. Um, really surprised that I feel enjoyment when playing it still. I know. And somehow it brings me back. I I can't talk highly enough of the willingness to adapt.
1: i tell you what, them moving to no build is so smart. And I know that it's funny because it's like, well, now it's just like every other third person Battle Royale. And that's true, but it's not because it's still Fortnite. Like right. it's got all the charm and not charm of Fortnite without the building. And I don't know if I said this here or what, but my guess is that they kind of looked at some numbers that were falling, you know, because that game couldn't have sustained the numbers it was at forever. Oh, no. And they were like, "Okay, why are people leaving? Let's do like a limited survey. And they did a survey or they just looked at the scuttlebutt online and they found that people were like, I just can't get into the building. Because if you come into that game and you've been playing for a week and maybe you're a decent shot and you can even get some kills. But you're playing for a week and you run up a guy who, against the guy who's been playing for four years and can build a tower immediately. Uh, th- that's just going to discourage you from keeping playing. Yeah, that's not fun. And back when we played, there was no way to practice your building. Oh, yeah. Except for in a regular match. Now there's free mode and stuff, so you could get better at that stuff. But my guess is they were just like, OK, well, people seem to not be l- new people. We can't get new people in the door or some of the old people can't get them to come back. Let's just try this new mode. And man it it's worked i yeah, i'm okay. back i've been playing uh at least an hour every night
0: Dude, what, what do you think that business meeting was like okay we're gonna remove one third of our uh, like core gameplay right what do you think
1: well, <laughs> the thing is that the build mode is still there for the people who yeah, want Yeah, yeah, I know, so, but like the, they're like this
0: is the future. Let's take out a portion of our game.
1: Let's take out the only <laughs> portion of our game that made it unique to begin with. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the entire
2: the, like the initial pitch for this game like however many years ago was on this feature and right. removing it is what has reinvigorated it. I don't even know if like do you guys... Because you guys played quite a bit of Fortnite. Yeah, um, a lot. Do you think it, it ever actually it. really did anything for the game? Or w- were, was the majority of the population kind of like, this is a necessary evil. Like, I have to build in this game, but I really don't want to. I think that
0: if you're willing to put in the time, there are very few games like this game who have a higher skill ceiling. Yeah. Very few. Because you could be the best shot in the fucking world. And like Ben said earlier, if you cannot build... This game is just faceted in in, way, in ways that other games can't be, and so it's divisive in that way because you'll have a sect of people that absolutely latch onto it and love it and want to practice it and be good at it, and then you have another sect of people who would rather just play the game as it is, you know, no build, um, not have to toy around with making a
1: pyramid in front of your eyes, <laughs> so when they when it was just building we weren't bad no we fine but when it got to the point where everybody was figuring out how to like you build up a wall trap somebody inside uh edit the wall so that you can see through it hit them with a shotgun re-edit the wall so you can't see through it jump around behind them take out the pillar underneath them edit like it was just absolutely insane yeah. and i was like no i you can't i'm not doing this anymore
0: and And this is like a larger conversation altogether, but I think something that has to do with this is literally the rise of streamer and YouTube and video game culture. Whenever you can go online and, you know, look at how your favorite streamer builds and look at his setup and what keys he binds to, like people latch onto that. I mean, I've even been seeing some discourse in the Elden Ring community that it's not the same. Because right. everyone goes online and two times a day, there's a new Elden Ring b- build that's, this is the the most damaging OP thing in the world. Right. And, you know, that's good and that helps people out. And I'm not, not saying it's evil, but it certainly is a factor. And when a game gets this big, sure, you're going to have people that of all kinds.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, boys, I think that's everything we got. That's it. Yeah, we that's wrap it up. Damn. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash handsome phantom if you want to support us. You can get ad-free early access for as little as a dollar a month. And uh, you can also join our Discord for free. Handsomephantom.com slash Discord. We'd love to hang out with you in there. Talk about stupid, senseless stuff.
2: Um, we're always down for that. Amen. Yeah. Some some solid discourse this past week. Thank you, everybody, for their uh, contribution to the to the vernacular of North America. Oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't report on that, by the way.
0: Yeah,
1: we love hearing that. Um, let me see. Here, I did a poll. Oh, yeah. I did a Twitter poll. <laughs> I said I was going to set it up, and that's I did. That's right. That's right. Uh, I got to find it here. Hold on. Bear with me. Um, It was pretty overwhelming when I checked. The, yeah. The... So here's what it was. I, I wrote, which one is it? Question uh, mark. Getting a shower, taking a shower, having a shower. 187 votes god damn
0: (laughs) this is a damn
1: yeah and uh getting a shower came in at four percent having a shower came in at five percent taking a shower came in at 91 percent.
0: i was amongst the four percent
1: now i asked uh i asked my wife who has lived in this area all of her life and i said (sighs) I, i presented her with the same thing and i said which one would you say she said i would say getting or taking i would never say having
0: yeah that so is so she said weird. i
1: could i I have heard it getting and taking interchanged, hmm. so there you have it. The people have spoken, and uh quite frankly, before we started talking about it, i had i don't know which one I said. I think I also did getting or taking yeah i uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, and that's it that's the that's the wise words for the week. yeah uh, everybody have a great week and um enjoy summer game Fest and the Xbox showcase next week should be a beefy <laughs> one so. And by beefy one, I mean, we'll probably still be under an hour and 15 minutes because <laughs> we respect your time. Sure. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Until next time. Goodbye. The HP Podcast is supported by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Jason Canham, Toby Ryland, Chaz Peterson, Edward Walton, Josh Cummings, Jared, Boots, Fusebro, Passive Pixels, Edwin Castillo, Maurice Bays, and HTrons.